too early. All right. Alma's passion. <laughs> Hang on a second. Alma's passion. Oh, yeah. Well, Alma's passion to encourage, inspire, and to motivate her audience is derived from her understanding of how it feels to be hopeless. She's affected hundreds of thousands of people globally via her podcast, From Fear to Life, with Alma Lee. Fear to Love. Whatever. Uh, thousands of people globally via her podcast, From Fear to Love, with Alma Lee. Her talk show, The Alma... Is it Alma? How do you pronounce that? Alma Lee all Show. Right, the I'm Alma starting Lee it all show. over again. Hang on. <laughs> all right, here we go. Welcome in, everybody, to this edition of Fairly Local. I'm Robbie McAlpine, your host, and uh, you're in for a real treat today. We've got an Aniana native with us, Alma Lee, who is a very famous author and podcaster, and we're honored to have her here on the show. And just to give you a little information about her, uh, Alma graduated uh, from Aniana High School in 1991. That's about five years, uh, six, seven, eight years before I graduated. Not really. <laughs> and... Uh, Alma's passion uh, to encourage and inspire and to motivate her audience is derived from her understanding of how, she, how it feels to be hopeless. She has affected hundreds of thousands of people globally via her podcast, From Fear to Love. Uh, her talk show, which is always interesting to watch, The Alma Lee Show, is based in Charleston, South Carolina, and she has a great social media following, very informative. And we're going to talk a little about Power Shop uh, and give you guys an opportunity to take part in that, which is really cool. Also, she's got a couple books, and I, and I have uh, both of the books, and I've read both of the books to the extent that I could before I dozed off. Alma and I are good friends, by the way. And uh, one of those books is called Flip, From Fear to Love, and she signed some copies of that at a local shop here in town not too long ago. And uh, the next one's called, uh, the most recent one's called But Who's Gonna Wipe Your Ass? And that's, um, you know, that's the, the question we all have. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And um, before we do, I want to uh, mention our sponsor, Joe Rogan's Alpha Brain. You know, the first time I took Joe Rogan, I'm just kidding. We don't have any of that. How you doing, Alma? <laughs> Robbie, I swear, you have not changed. You're, you're blowing me out of the water here with the 73- What was it? 73-3? That was the bus that we rode together? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. That, we, we, it was at Susan Moore, yeah. Susan Moore, we would man. get picked up at the Huddle House every day. Or my memories, we would get picked up at the Huddle House, and then I think they changed the pickup spot to like somewhere yeah. around um, McPherson Oil Company. But anyway, me and you and everybody, we'd oh just stand out there and gosh. wait for old Rusty 73 3 uh, to pull up and pick us up. And, oh my um, gosh. And then I was assigned to the second seat on the left uh, because, you know, I'd get, a, I'd get in trouble like immediately at the beginning of the year. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, and anyway, uh, Miss Sanders, Marjo Sanders, who's no longer with Marjo us, was a, what a great woman she really was. You know, we didn't, you know, when we were kids, you didn't have that appreciation, but I, not at all. I knew her as an adult, and she was such a wonderful woman. And uh, but anyway, yeah, she kept us all straight. You know, when Marjo looked at you in that mirror, you know, uh, she you know, sure pe- did. it scared you to that. death. Yeah. 
did have a death stare, but she was one of the sweetest ladies. And to drive a bus with all of us hooligan kids all the, all those years ago. I mean, we were Gen X kids. So we were feral. We were. You know, we were, we were, we were <laughs> left to our own devices. Robbie, how are you doing? Thank you for thank, thank you so much. I'm doing you okay. Know, you, you know, I'm hanging in here and, uh, <clears throat> you know, just... Uh, it's hard to polish. It's hard to polish a turd and make it shine. But I'm, you know, I'm just hanging in here. I swear to God, I forget sometimes we're from the back, from backwoods, Blunt County, and we we speak the same language. You know that that colored, uh, that's the foundation of my work, right? Is is my childhood in Blunt County? Oh yeah. And and growing up there, and uh, you know, if were it not for my. <laughs> For my experiences in Blount County, I, I wouldn't be where I am today because of, uh, you know, those, you know, I think we pick and choose our battles and we, we make decisions on what direction and what path we're going to take our life into. And, you know, I just, uh, I left in 1994 to join the Air Force thinking that, you know, I was just going to abandon everything. And little did I know that it would take me on such a long trajectory in my life to do the work that I'm doing today to help people grow outside of their own belief, their belief sets, you know, in, in the fancy clinical world, in my psychotherapy world, we call them cognitions. Mm -hmm. um, but we all have them. And, it, you know, what I strive to do, what I want to do and, you know, what I want to be when I grow up is somebody who can exemplify a space of resiliency and growth because I can be transparent about where I've come from, the things that I've engaged in, the mistakes that I've made, and show people, like, look, you know, this is your life. You get to live your life. You get to choose. You get to empower yourself to move into, you know, whatever it is that you care to dream about. I think I think a lot of times we limit ourselves by, by uh, not allowing ourselves to dream big. You know, I'm, you know... I'm not five or six years older than you, Robbie. <laughs> I know we're like we're like actually ten months apart, maybe ten. I think I think so. I don't even know, but um, you know, I talk about uh, telling people I'm going to be fifty this year. I will be too. And I'll be fifty June third. When's your birthday? September eighteenth. Oh my Same god, I'm older than you. I'm older than you. I know you are. I wasn't going to say that. Uh, I was going to say that, but I wouldn't. But yeah. If I wouldn't have failed second grade, oh man. I know. I remember picking on you for that too. But anyway, we won't talk about we won't talk about that. We'll just talk about generalities. <laughs> Listen, I, I'll be honest with you. If you miss forty two days in second grade, they'll hold you back. I mean, you know, I'll be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, they sure will. They sure will. <laughs> they don't play around with that at Susanmore. That's right. Oh my gosh, we could we could so dig in that. I, I think we should stay the course though. Stay the course. <laughs> about, stay the course. You know. Um, I like to, uh, I make fun of myself. I, I, I like to, you know, I don't take myself seriously. I don't think anybody should. Um, none of us are getting out of here alive. Nope. And you get to, you get to choose what kind of existence and what kind of experience you're going to have here on this earth. A lot of people don't think they have a choice, but the reality of it is that you do. It's just a measure of believing in yourself. And that's what I'm here to do. You know, mm -hmm. I want to encourage people. I want to show people that you can pick yourself up by your bootstraps. You can make better decisions for yourself. You can make better decisions for your family. Um, nobody's perfect. God, least of all me. Right. Um, yes. It's it's you know, I think I think the, the name of my last book says it all when it comes down to my ability to, you know, 
find humor in, in every situation. But that was that I don't know if you and I talked about that when I did the book signing, but the name of that book came from a conversation I had with a client um, about two years ago. And he was being so ridiculous that I was just flabbergasted and in asking him, you know, he was going through a divorce, wasn't even divorced yet and had already uh he came to me for some help with a, a second breakup with a girlfriend. I'm like, dude, you're not even divorced yet. Who's going to wipe your ass? Yeah. And, he, you know, so I, I have a tendency to challenge people kind of hard and fast. Um, I'm not the velvet touch type therapist, life coach that a lot of people, you know, you might see. Um, but I do that not because I think that um, I'm, I'm trying to be mean or aggressive or assertive, but it's because I see people as the resilient beings that they are. A lot of times people don't see that in themselves. And uh, I just, I'm kind of like, you know, I want to, sh- uh, but yeah, I like, uh, when I work with people, I tend to dig in fast and, you know, I tend to, um, you know, I, it's almost a little bit of shock value, if you will, you know, like uh, I've been called aggressive for mine, get wrapped up too much in worrying about what people think about me as much as I get concerned with whether or not I'm doing a good job. And am I am I having a positive impact in the people that I interact with? I mean, I think anybody. One of the first things that I'll share is, um, and this is a fundamental of Power Shop, which I'll get into, is my you know anytime I engage somebody who who comes to me for some type of life advice or assistance or some type of shift, the first thing I ask them is, what's your purpose? And they're like, excuse me, and I'm like, what? What is it that sets your, your, your soul on fire? Do you have something that sets your soul on fire? And, and normally, especially women, and, you know, we'll talk about, you know, International Women's Day yesterday and, uh, you know, National Women's Month is women tend to answer, well, my kids. And I'm like, well, that's fine if they're at home. That's all well and good. If you want to pour your life into taking care of your kids while they're at home and you want to set them up for success, I think that's great. What are you going to do when they're in college? Hmm. What are you going to do when you you don't have your little your little hens in the roost anymore? What are you doing for yourself? Because honestly, at the end of the day, raising children is what you do. It's not who you are. And I always challenge people to think outside the box as far as who are you. Get outside of your labels. Get outside your label of wife, mother. Uh, get outside your label of your employment. You know, big time. A lot of th- people get wrapped up in their profession as being a marker of who they are, and it's not. You have to know what your own values are. You have to know what your own desires, your goals. And if you if you're out of touch with that, then that's the disconnect. That's where a lot of people struggle with. Uh, they get depression. They get you know anxiety. Um, that's they for find, sure. Uh, that's for sure. You know, I mean, on both sides, women and men. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's not just for yeah. women specifically, but yeah. uh, anybody. I mean, I work with, with men, too. I mean, I just uh, recently started my own, you know, I'm a full-fledged entrepreneur now, um, working for myself independently, setting my own hours. And uh, that's where PowerShop comes in is I'm kicking off a brand new version of my PowerShop uh, workshop. So I call PowerShop just in a snapshot here is it's a transformative resiliency experience. So what that is, is that I spend eight hours with a collection of people and we basically break down some of the problematic uh, perspectives that have created a limitation in how you're living your life. It's not therapy. It's, it's a paradigm shift. It's uh, a permission slip 
You know, I get them in there. I teach them some deep, uh, some deep breathing exercises because that's key. Mm-hmm. You got to know how to focus. You got to know how to get outside your your head. Get outside of the uh, the 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 din. You know, the noise around you. And I say noise, meaning everything that you right. that occupies your brain. Yeah, and you got to meditate. You've got to meditate. And a lot of times, you know, people will say, "Well, Alma, I I pray," and I'm like, "That's great. Keep doing that." Uh, I think you should have a spiritual path. You should absolutely have your own identity with a sense of a, a higher self or whatever that may be in your religion, your spiritual calling. Definitely continue doing that. But meditation is different. When you pray, you're getting to know your higher your, your higher power. When you meditate, you're getting to know yourself. And a lot of people don't concentrate on that. So that's a fundamental of power shop too and it's just a it's a it's a wham bam like workshop it's it's only eight hours it's uh planting a seed it's a permission slip to get you to start thinking differently about how you live through your life so i talk fast that's what i said you know (laughs) all right now are you going to do that at separate locations or is it going to be online tell me a little bit about how somebody would get involved in that so this is going to be my virtual online see the, the power shop was in person and that was probably one of the uh, roadblocks to that being as uh, prevalent as I had chosen. And I'm still working on that, but I'm working on creating a train the trainer workshop mm-hmm. so other people can implement that in person outside of the Charleston, South Carolina community because I want it to, to be out there. I want people to have access to this, but I've got to train uh, uh, facilitators to be able to implement that program in accordance to the philosophies and the way I've created it. So this platform, that, so this is called PowerShop Consulting. And what this is, this is a virtual option, which people have been asking for. And I'm so, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to announce it on your show. Well, it's per- uh, it's important. You know what I mean? It's, it's important it's work. It's fairly local. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it is. It's fairly local. And, and, Here's, here's the opportunity that I offer uh, all of your listeners here with the PowerShop Consulting. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to this recording right now, and you're thinking, wow, you know, she talks really fast. What's she talking about? And you feel a little bit lost. Uh, maybe you need a little bit of structure in your life. Maybe you need a little bit of cheerleading. You need some external validation to show you uh, a different uh, mindset. It's not necessarily geared towards completely... Uh, you know, devolving your life, but it does create uh, a, uh, a different way of viewing how you view happiness and how you view yourself in your current conditions. When we get stuck, we get stuck. And sometimes, you know, if you're in that sand trap, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you can't get a footing, you need somebody to give you a hand. And that's what PowerShop Consulting does. So what that looks like is it's a 90-minute introduction. It's kind of a 90-minute intensive workshop that we can conduct by Zoom, uh, FaceTime, or even just on the phone, just speaking through audio. Uh, 90 minutes. So what that entails is I do – it's an informal assessment. I basically ask a few uh, you know, pointed questions on who you are, where you're at, and what your desired goals are. And then we create a platform that's individualized within that 90 minute time frame. And then I give you some skills and I give you some kind of some homework to do, uh, which incorporate uh, a meditation practice, journaling and answering some questions as you move forward. And then to follow that up is two additional 30 minute phone calls after the fact. So the, the first 30 minute phone call would probably be within the next week after that initial 90 minute session. 
And then we would schedule the uh, following 30-minute phone call maybe like a month out to see how you're doing. Hmm. And then I have packages available that can you can kind of wrap up with that too. But it's, it's you know, basically it's, it's a life coaching uh, platform in general speaking. But I like to consider it a space of inspiration, motivation, and a, a complete shift in your whole mindset to, to get you in that space of happiness, to make you feel unstuck. It's a resiliency opportunity to make some changes in your life that feel uh that feel like you're you're going in the right direction that's in alignment with who you really are and that's that's the power shop consulting program that i have now well that's awesome and as far as uh you know we're going to try to interview um all of our interviews this month on Fairly Local are going to be with powerful women who are doing great things. And we're happy to kick off this month with you because that's what I I believe you've done. And um, it's an honor to have you on. But tell me a little bit about um, the cost of of that program and things of that nature in case somebody wants to get involved. So because it's an introductory program, and this is specific to our Blount County, Alabama area, whoever's within earshot of this show. We're huge in Guatemala, by the way. I, well, no, I'm just yep, I was thinking Costa Rica, but hey, <laughs> you know what? Whatever works, right? Right. Internationally. So I'm taking 50 participants, 50. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of 90 minute yeah. workshops. And I'm doing those on a donation only. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm working for myself, uh, working from home and building my business, building my brand. And what I am expecting to get out of this, what's the benefit for Alma, right? Well, the benefit is I have the ability to uh, have folks participate in this program. And it's a donation only. Uh, You decide what it's worth. And whoever signs up, the first 50 people to sign up, who you know, I'll take Cash App or Venmo, whatever you can afford. And if you can't afford anything, that's fine, too. Uh, But what I'm getting out of this, out of conducting these interviews, is I'm getting the ability to fine-tune the program by getting the feedback. So the only thing that I would ask of the participants is you have to sign a commitment. Uh, There's a a commitment contract involved. (laughs) There's there's the catch, Robbie. (laughs) There is a commitment contract. And the commitment contract means that you are open, willing, and ready to accept change because there are some elements in the PowerShop consulting program that feel uncomfortable. You ever broken a leg, gotten an injury, had surgery, and had to go to uh, physical therapy? Yes. Yes. It's not comfortable, is no, it? No, I hate it. Right. But why'd you go? Because my um, my mother made me. No. <laughs> You're hurt, right? No, I, I, had to. I had to. I had to do it in order to get better, you know? Right, because you need to you need to increase strength and flexibility and mobility. Yeah. Right. So it makes sense that you push through the pain in order to get where you want to go. Same thing. It's the same concept with either psychotherapy or life coaching, which this is a life coaching platform. So that's the commitment contract, right? So I can't affect any. I can't have a positive impact with somebody who comes into the space that I provide who's unwilling and unready for change. It doesn't work. You have to be willing and open for change. And you have to be willing to do the work. You have to commit to doing the homework. You have to commit to doing the meditation practices. You have to commit to making those changes. If if you don't do that, then we're wasting each other's time. That's that aggressive thing that people say about me. Yeah. yeah, But it works. It works. It really does. And you know, one of the reasons (laughs) I think it works is because people didn't get a lot of that growing up. A lot of, um, you know, my mom was very to the point you know, I'm the youngest of seven, and I was raised uh, by five. Yeah, you know, you know the story. Anyway, I have five older sisters, 
and they'd beat me daily. I mean, they would just beat me up and, you know, whatever. You know, the older ones were nicer to me, but, you know, the other ones would rough me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of got told what I needed to hear, you know, at a young age, you know what I mean, in terms of, you know, don't be, you know, I don't know. They just, you know, I'm a man. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that I understand well, a man, I understand a woman's a perspective a lot, you know what I mean, because yeah. uh, because yeah. they were, um, you know, always around. Of course, my mom and I grew up mostly without a father and uh, i understand that perspective and uh and talking to somebody directly um and not sugarcoating things has uh, been very uh you know it's been powerful in my life i mean that's the way you know i'm like give it to me straight you know what i mean yeah and, yeah uh, i can't do it i can't do it and 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 uh, you know what bless his heart rest his soul wiley wiley axford boys pawn shop that was my dad. For any of you listeners, if you're familiar with the Aniana Boyd's Pawn Shop for all those years back in the 80s and 90s, that is where I grew up. And that was a sort of a, you know, my parents were working all the time. And I have, I'm one of five siblings too, you know. And growing up, you kind of, especially our generation, <laughs> yeah. we were left to our own devices. Mm-hmm. So I think that that, you know, colored how we see the world too and how we raise our kids. I got two kids and. Um, you know, they don't see eye to eye with me all the time, but I think that means that I'm doing something right. You know, if my kids get along with me all the time, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you're supposed to get along with your kids all the time. Yeah, I don't think but, so either. Yeah. I don't think so either. And, you know, it's just, but, uh, and, but you know, what I find with, our kid, with my kids is they, you know, they, uh, you know, I've got a 27-year-old and a, a 21-year-old and a, one that's going to be 16 next month. And, you know, they don't understand, you know, and I've, I've kind of, become a better parent from since the first one but you know yeah. you have to just tell them listen i know you think i'm crazy right now but this is going to make right. sense to you one day and when they're about 2021 20, they all they kind of come back around and have an appreciation for you you know what i mean so yeah yeah uh, my but, son's 23 and he and i uh, probably have the best relationship now that we've ever had yeah and uh so and then i have my daughter's going to be 14 next month and she'd rather just not talk to me for the next couple of years i think yeah you and know, you, you might just, just want to let things. you might just want to let that play itself out you know my <laughs> my main concern is you know what i'm going to make an enemy out of my child here and we won't be able right? to get back on track when he's old enough to understand so anyway i think right? I, I think i might be your first candidate for this therapy thing i mean wow well it's it's life coaching life so coping, i can yeah. definitely yeah, it's, there's a difference. There's a, a huge difference between... It can be... Well, here's the thing. Um, uh, for somebody who's not a psychotherapist, it can feel very therapeutic. And that's fine. There's, you can definitely you know, get a therapeutic benefit out of uh, talking to uh, or, or engaging in a life coaching program. But there's uh, sort of different licensures and ethical codes involved. So I have to make it very clear that this is life coaching Um, just because I'm doing it on a broad spectrum Mm -hmm. and psychotherapy is individualized. And um, so I can't say that this is this is not psychotherapy because it's not individualized. It's um, it is very general. Um, I do take a lot of. Here, here's the benefit, right? Because I am a psychotherapist and because I've worked with so many people over the years as an individual, I have a snapshot, Robbie, of society where I know without a doubt what people really generally struggle with and what they don't talk about, what they don't share, what they don't share with their spouses, what they don't talk about in regards to raising kids. So I've got like this internalized sense of a knowledge and understanding and what i've done is i've taken the bulk of that and the general complaints that people would come to me with 
And I've created this program to help the masses get a general idea of self. And, and you know what? Here's another outcome, right? If somebody attends one of my workshops, 90 minutes, and they get familiar and they get comfortable and they've never, ever in life ever been to a therapist and they sit with me, I would love nothing more for them to say, you know what, Alma, you've made me feel comfortable in my own skin. I think I'm ready to do the deep dive trauma work that I needed to do years ago. I need to see a therapist and I need to really start working on myself as an individual. And you know what? This has created a comfort in me. So I'm not so scared of my own mental health. That's a big barrier. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, they don't, they're not familiar with what therapy looks like or what it feels like. And I want to destigmatize that. And I want people to know that just because you experienced something awful, horrific in your childhood, it's the sad part about it is that there's it's such a common theme and the reason you feel so isolated is because nobody talks about it Mm -hmm. they don't share they feel like they're you know they're on their own and they just kind of work themselves through life but what people don't realize is that at that party that holiday party thanksgiving christmas party at work and you're you know walking around and you're shaking hands and smiling and asking people how they're doing and they're telling you they're doing great and they're smiling back at you And you're both walking around with all this hidden stuff that nobody talks about because everybody thinks that everybody else is okay. Yeah. And that's what I want to do is to destigmatize that mindset by creating in in people and understanding that, no, no, that thing that you're carrying around, that experience or experiences that you feel scared to talk about, that makes you feel, you know, frozen and isolated is unfortunately quite common. Mm. And if I can do that through creating a, a, a 90 minute workshop and having these one on one sessions with people uh, as a life coach and helping them feel comfortable in their skin with who they are right here and now by empowering them with that knowledge and those skills, I've done my job. Right. I've actualized my purpose. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that's good. So let me let, just kind of change the topics a little bit. And I want to touch on Women's Appreciation Month because that goes all month, actually. Um, yep. and I, I want to talk about that in a minute, but what is, you know, you've seen so many people, what, what is, um, what do you see, you know, we mask a lot of, um, in today's society, a lot of, um, emotions with, uh, pills, you know, a Xanax, a Klonop and all these antidepressants and, and anti-anxiety drugs and stuff like that. So what do you find to be, you know, the best, uh, can you, can, can a person who takes those, uh, medicines prescribed by the doctor, of course. Is there a way to be coached out of, um, you know, needing those or, or something like that? You know, I mean, is there, you know, I was, I, you know, and I don't mind telling everybody in the world, anybody who knows me in this town knows that I, you know, I'll, uh, I'll take, uh, two to 40 Xanax a day. No, I'm just kidding. 25. <laughs> I was she hung up. She's like, this guy's crazy. No, but, uh, in, in, in a, you know, and, and it's, it's, been 25 years uh since i was first put on that and since and since then it's kind of like become hey you know long you know short you know in the long term it causes memory loss and there's some side effects and things of that nature so is there is there a conversation to be had what do you think what do you think can be done for people who have been on uh medications for a while of course they're hard to come off of and is there a therapy path that would would help people with 
you know, obviously with depression, yes, but with anxiety issues and things of that nature. Well, I mean, you're talking to you're talking to one of them right now. Yeah. So I was on antidepressants, a heavy dose of antidepressants from. Gosh, I mean, I've taken everything. I mean, my parents put me on Prozac when I was 13. Um, I did that for a little bit. And then the Air Force, you know, I was drinking so heavily. I mean, I talk about it. I've written about it. I've written about it in my book, Flip, and I wrote about it. And, uh, and I talk about it on my podcast, um, From Fear to Love with Alma Lee. If you listen to podcast, you know, you can check that out. Um, Never heard of it. I, no, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I, I am completely sober. I don't use, I don't drink alcohol. I don't take any pills. Um, I take, you know, vitamins and ibuprofen. And I can tell you right now is this, okay? Um, the reason that I have been able to get to where I am today is because I have had to make some really significant life changes. And uh, a lot of times, you know, everybody's different. Um, I'm not talking about medications for diabetes or medications that, you know, keep people alive, but I'm talking about psychiatric medications. There are conditions such as uh, schizoaffective disorder and schizophrenia where you need uh, certain medications to create in the brain a mechanism that makes the brain work the way it's supposed to. It's like, a, you know, it's like a, uh, asking somebody with a broken leg to not have a cast. Right. doesn't make sense. You know, it doesn't mm. alter who they are. Mm. Uh, for me, though, uh, the antidepressants, for me, uh, just kind of shut down that broken part of my heart and my soul because I wasn't living the life I needed to live. But you eventually and had I, to address it, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, I was drinking and uh, just pouring, you know, pouring alcohol on top of the pills. And finally, it just got to the point where, you know... I, I hear it a lot, and I want to. I want to let people know that you know anything that we choose in life has nothing to do with someone else. It may feel like it. It may feel like your spouse or your children or your coworker or your boss is the cause of your problems, mm -hmm. but it's not. It it never is. Um, people can create chaos in your life, but the reason that they're creating chaos is because you have an attachment or an expectation for them to modify their behavior into your liking. And as long as you are attached to that, you're going to have distress. Yeah. Um, you, you know, so the, the pills, the antidepressants and the uh, Xanax or anything that anybody gets addicted to is uh, it's you're, you're changing. You're trying to force yourself into a space of numbing the pain. Mm -hmm. Life itself is a struggle. Um, life is you you're going to struggle one way or the other right yeah you're either going to struggle through an addictive process you're either going to struggle through taking a medication to cover up your pain or you're going to struggle by not taking anything at all and and looking down that shadowy spot of that trauma that issue that thing that creates shame in you that you need to work on that's the trauma i was talking about earlier but there's a, here's the positive side of it, right? The faster that you are aware and the faster that you acknowledge that you have these conditions and the faster that you are willful and open in addressing whatever it is that is hurting you, the faster you're going to be able to alleviate yourself into your contentment, 
your fulfillment, your happiness, and then you can elevate into a space of joy. And joy can find you in any turn when you are uh, paying attention to your gratitude. See, these are the elements that I teach in my power shop. Yeah, these so the, everything the fun, basically these are happens. All the fundamentals. Everything happens between your ears, basically. Is you know, everything. in a nutshell. You know what I mean? Everything. Exactly. And that's a great way to put it because everything that we experience in our life is due 100% to our perception of how we receive it. Mm. Period. That's no ifs, ands, or buts. Mm. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Good stuff. I know you've, yeah. uh, we talked a little bit before we started, but you've got a lot going on today with appointments and things of that nature. I wanted to mention a couple of things if you didn't mind. Women's Appreciation Month. Um, I'm, you know, honored to have you on as our first guest for Women's Appreciation Month. Uh, sorry we couldn't do it yesterday on the day. Uh, of um, Women's Appreciation Day was that was that was called? It was a International Women's International Day. International Women's Day, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm honored to do this all month because of my my mom Mickey and my mm-hmm. sisters Diane, Tammy, Bonnie, Cookie. Let's see. Let me let me do them in order. Cookie. Let's see if I can do this. All. Yeah, let's see. Cookie, Diane, Bonnie, Tammy, and Debbie. All five of them. I've got one brother, but you know, we won't mm-hmm. man. No, he. I only have one brother, and he's uh, he's the best. He's uh, he's the second. I know oldest. Tammy. I don't I don't know the rest of your sisters. Yeah, I, I, I remember Tammy. They're all old, but um, oh, no, you didn't. I'm listen. I'm telling you, they're all like ninety now. Oh, but my gosh! But, well, it was nice knowing you, Robbie. When they get it, when they catch wind of, oh, I guess they're probably used to it by now. They're yeah, no, they don't pay any attention they, to me. They don't pay. They're right. like, <laughs> um, but you know, I just. Um, it, it's just an honor to have you on, and I'm so proud of all the things that you've done um, and all the help that you're going to be giving to people uh, moving forward. Thank you. Um, and uh, tell me a little bit about, in closing, um, about the, um, you sent me a document um, mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, and I'm really interested in this, and I may go to it. I, it's, uh, it's, in the best, it's at the Bessemer Civic Center. And you're going oh, to be hosting yeah. on the red carpet, which is, and it's going to, yeah. this whole thing's going to be televised, everything. So mm-hmm. is that something you can talk about yet or no? Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, the Alabama Music Awards. It's July 23rd. It's at the Bessemer Civic Center in Bessemer, Alabama. And I'll be one of the red carpet hosts. I'll be uh, interacting with the talent as they are uh, making their way indoors to their seats and we will be televised. That's part of what I do as well that I I got into um, with the Alma Lee show. Uh, The benefit, the side effect of doing the Alma Lee show, which was, uh, you know, it's I I work with a lot of musicians. I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of notable musicians, up and coming artists. Um, uh, Let's see people like Emily Curtis. Um, uh, Marcus Allen, a, a R&B artist out of Charleston, South Carolina. Mm. Um, you know, Sean Dolby with Chameleons Media was the one that interacted, or he's the one that actually kicked off the Amelie show. But I, anyway, it's a mental health show where I've been fortunate enough to interview a lot of local notables. And because of that interaction, I've gotten into doing the uh, on-camera interviews, which uh, has led into doing co-hosting gigs and I love it. I love it. I I get a chance to really um, kind of shine a light on mental health in a way that hasn't been done before. And uh, I've got a lot of other opportunities that are kicking off as well. Um, I can't really talk about those, but I can let you know that there's going to be a huge announcement. So if you follow Instagram, follow me on I, I am Alma Lee on Instagram or you can follow me on the Alma Lee Show 
at the Alma Lee Show on Instagram as well. And also my website, which is www.almalee.com. And if you click on there and click on the Power Shop, you can find ways of contacting me. There's a phone number on there. Uh, it is a local phone number here that you can call and leave a message or send a text message to. Let me know that you're interested in uh, doing the 90-minute Power Shop consulting program. We'll get you scheduled. We can do it virtually. And if you're in the Charleston area, we can do it in person if that's, uh, you know, if that's up your alley. And we'll go from there. But, yeah, um, that's the Alabama Music Awards, July 23rd this year. And uh, I'm excited about it. Yeah, sounds like so, it. I, I think yeah. I, I've, I've heard wind of uh, one of the opportunities. I don't know if I could say it. Uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. You can tell me if it's true or not. I heard. Okay. okay. Let me, let me see if I've got a drum roll. No, that's oh a clap. Listen to these sound effects. Oh, that's the one I'll use. Can you hear that? No. You can't hear that? I can't hear it. I just hear it. It sounds like you're getting text messages. Oh, no. No, no. I'm hitting buttons on this board. Anyway, the rumor on the street is uh-huh. in the next 60 days, you're going to be announced as the new bachelorette. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm a little crusty around the edges. Get out of here. You'd be great. They don't great. want me on that show. No, know? what you need to do is you need to be on that show fixing everybody's brain that goes on that show. The show itself just needs to go away. You need to fix yourself because love will find you. It's the law yeah. of attraction. That's you exactly right. You, you don't have you to become go. what you want. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's more of a publicity show. I mean, surely nobody's of looking for love on that show, right? I mean... I mean, I don't know. Looking for stardom, maybe, perhaps. Well, all right, girl. I I appreciate it very much, and you taking the time to do this. We've been meaning to get together for a few weeks now, and I've uh, been traveling a little bit and um, doing some work here and there. So, but uh, yeah, and when you come to Bessemer, or when you come to town for any reason, be sure to holler, and uh, and we'll do another one of these. And I want I want you to do like a ten minute. Um, like a psychological I want to figure out just my level of crazy have you ever seen the hot crazy matrix yes uh, yes I except have. if you haven't watch it on YouTube anyway yes, there's a male version of that and I just want to see where I'm at on the scale I think okay. I'm probably like you know a 9 on yeah. the normal level probably like mm. a 14 on the hot level you know what I mean? Right. Because everybody likes mm. a short, fat, you know, five foot seven guy, you know, with a bad complexion. Everybody that, likes that's a me. short king. Yeah. Everybody likes a short king. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. I we'll, love you, Rob. Love you. You, you have a good day. day. We'll talk soon. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Take care. Thanks, everybody. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.